0: Welcome to Stock Talk, the new Stockhost podcast series that brings you behind the scenes insights into trending topics from capital markets, influencers and entrepreneurs broadcasting from the heart of the financial district in beautiful downtown Vancouver. One of the largest helium property holders in North America is making headlines with big news and its current market capitalization is attracting the attention of the investment community. Royal Helium Limited is focused on the exploration and development of primary helium production and has approximately 400,000 hectares of prospective helium land in southwestern and south-central Saskatchewan held under lease, permit, or application. Trading on the TSX Venture Exchange under the symbol RHC, The company has been busy lately. It recently received a final analysis from the triaxial magnetic survey conducted over its Climax Helium permit lands. Royal Helium's Chairman, President, and Chief Executive Officer, Andrew Davidson, has taken the time out of his busy schedule to sit down with Stockhouse Editorial today to tell us more about where the company and the market are headed. Thanks for joining us today, Andrew.
1: Oh, it's my pleasure. Thanks for taking an interest in Royal and our project.
0: Our pleasure. Now, to begin with, let's give our new listeners a rundown on your business, and for existing investors, a snapshot, you know, of where you are now.
1: Yeah, great. Uh, well, Royal Helium is a junior helium exploration company uh, with a focus on on existing helium properties in southern Saskatchewan. Uh, we set to acquiring helium land back in 2017 uh, based on an analysis of of how the market. In helium looks and and it looked very undersupplied and that was reflected in some significant price spikes for for helium itself. So we, we, we set to work and we were quite successful in staking all of the ground that we wanted, all associated with with helium, known helium tests in southern Saskatchewan. So our land is, is large in scale but it's very focused and purpose and that we're, we're not we're not greenfield explorers. We're we're going after known helium. Right. Helium areas. For, for example, I mean, helium in Saskatchewan has been produced since the 1960s. It's not a new resource uh, to this part of the world. Um, what is new is, is the exploration techniques to find it uh, and to find it in economic quantity. And ourselves and, uh, and a couple of other companies that are active in Saskatchewan have really fine tuned the process of, of, of where to look, uh, how to find, and then how to develop these properties. And we're happy to be a part of that that sort of three-pronged approach in Saskatchewan uh, because we think we're on the the cusp of developing a a significant new industry in a region of of the world uh, that's known for for good quality resource development, proper science, proper evaluation. And and we're we're enjoying this process. uh, Helium, while it's it's relatively unknown to the investment community, the uses of it are so widespread. That uh, you know, it's it's such a great industry to be involved with.
0: Great stuff. Now, Andrew, what are the climax lands, and what level of opportunity do they pose for royal helium?
1: Great. Yeah, the climax lands is is a subset of our larger land package holdings. It it comprises about fifty thousand hectares in the southeast of Saskatchewan, And, and we've marked that as our as our first focus area. And we've done that for a couple of reasons. One. There are helium tests in the area, as there are on all of our lands. But uh, what this also had was the availability of the existing seismic data. Um, so we, we acquired that data and processed it, looking for basement structures, and uh, quite successful uh, with the results. And with the helium play, similar to an oil and gas play, now what, what you need is structure uh, at depth that can act as a trap to trap the gas uh, in the subsurface area. Mm-hmm. And we found significant traffic structures over the small piece of the Climax project that we've looked at. Enclosures in the, in the size of 3,000 hectares, very, very significant. So quite pleased with that. and uh, So that, that sort of brought in a, a follow-up program with the, the triaxial mag survey that you spoke of in your introduction. Uh, and, and we married those two surveys together. To look for areas where, where there's basement structural movement, where, where helium can be released from the Precambrian basement, and then a trapping mechanism over top. And, and that's exactly what we have. And so we're excited to, to go after that with a drill program in the near future. Uh, the Climax property, with its size and scale and the size of the trapping mechanisms, can be a very, very significant uh, resource for Royal Helium and its shareholders. Uh, the, the, the scope of it is, is
0: just massive and uh, we look forward to proving it up. Great stuff now Andrew, what are some of the key markets that helium serves? Yeah well, it's not just balloons <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is for the, the first uh, the, the first industry everyone goes
1: to. Uh, you know in, in North America specifically the largest the largest end use of it is, is an MRI machines. The healthcare industry relies on helium as much or more as any other industry in the world. Helium is used as a is a coolant primarily in MRIs. Uh, it cools the magnets as they're spinning to keep them from melting. Um, so obviously an essential service and in an industry that, that continues to grow, um, healthcare is not not a declining industry by any means. Uh, you know aside from healthcare and I should say there are other applications within healthcare but MRIs are the, are the principal one. Uh, it's used extensively in, in high-tech manufacturing around the world and, and especially in, in Asian markets where a lot of the high-tech manufacturing takes place. It's used in the, you know, the manufacturing of microchips, semiconductors, fiber optics, uh, LCD or LED screens, LCD screens. Uh, again, these are all growing industries, and demand for them is not shrinking. Uh, helium is used there, again, as a, as a coolant, uh, as well as an atmospheric purge gas. Uh, because helium is completely inert, uh, it will not bind uh, with any other element on the periodic table, so it, it flushes manufacturing floors from any impurities uh, to make sure that there's nothing that binds with the end product. It, it's essential in that way, and it's irreplaceable in that way. There's no other, no other product, no other element, no other gas that can provide that service. And you know, the, the final industry that we, we talk a lot about because it's it's interesting, it's in the news a lot, is, is rocketry and, and and space travel. Wow. It's used there in a couple of different ways. Uh, it's used to uh, cool the exterior skin of the shuttle as so they leave the atmosphere to stop it from burning up. It's also used as a counterbalance gas and a purge gas in the fuel tanks. Um, as fuel is expanded, helium is ejected again because it's completely inert and won't react. There's no fire hazard. There's no explosion hazard any of that. Um, so and that industry is growing as well. I mean, with the activities of NASA and specifically SpaceX, um, there's a lot of, a lot of helium consumption going on there. In fact, uh, NASA is one of the largest helium customers in the world. Again, something very few people know. You know, And aside from that, there's the more traditional markets. Uh, it's used as a lifting gas, uh, obviously. Uh, yeah. Balloons and, and more specifically airships. Uh, it's used extensively in welding, in, in the leak detection markets, or for example, in pipelines. Uh, they'll put helium in the pipeline to see if it escapes to identify leaks. But, yeah, those are the principal industries. It's uh, it, it's it's very wide. It's not it, it's not focused on one specific industry segment, which is one of the reasons the market is so strong. Yeah, you know the, the uses in laboratory and scientific research and healthcare and rocketry and military applications. It's really it's really endless. You no,
0: know, it's fascinating stuff. Now, Andrew, as RHC readies itself for its first drill program uh, at the Climax Helium Play. The magnetic survey program firms up uh, your first set of drill targets ahead of this fall's drill program. So, what will this initial bit of work look like? And, you know, what do you hope to achieve from it? Well, in any
1: drill program, it starts with uh, target selection, of course. And uh, we, we've done that, uh, again, using the MAG survey you mentioned there uh, in conjunction with our seismic. And from there, it moves to securing drill permits, which is a relatively straightforward process in Saskatchewan. And then it's a matter of of securing our contractors and really just getting to work. Um, uh, Drilling a helium well is is no different than drilling a natural gas well. Uh, They're straight, vertical wells. um, No new technology needed. uh, Standard drilling rig, So the upfront work is, is pretty minimal. I mean, there's some simple site preparation that has to happen, moving the rig to site, and, and then you're off to the races. And uh, the wells that we will be drilling, they'll take about two weeks to drill and complete, and then another two weeks to to test after the fact. Uh, it's a pretty quick process. Mm-hmm. It's it's similar to oil and gas in that way.
0: In the meantime, Royal Helium plans to continue and repeat this geophysical work and drill programs over you know, several regional targets that you have in inventory. What's the expectation there, Andrew?
1: We certainly do. Uh, the expectation is is a growth in, in drill target inventory. That's, that's the real plan here. Uh, so we're going to take our exploration process, which is the same as all of our competitors have been using. It's not a trade secret. And, and we're going to apply it over some more high-priority targets that we have in the Southeast and the Southwest. Because the process is so repeatable and uh, and relatively quick to complete, it's it's a function of a couple of months to from start to finish. So we're going to repeat what we did at Climax, and we're going to do it elsewhere. And in fact, we're going to do it at the remainder of the Climax package as well, because we've only covered a small subset of that of mm-hmm. that uh, line package. So really, we're looking to grow our drill inventory such that once we start drilling, we're able to stagger it, so, so we can essentially just continue drilling. We're going to have a lot of targets identified. We have twelve or thirteen now. Uh, we think we can increase that by three, four, five times over the next few months. And uh, once that happens, because because these wells can come on relatively quickly onto production, they're going to kick off some cash flow that can actually fund the continued drilling programs. So it's really a matter of, of just getting started, and then and then we go. We're going to be building a resource and reserves uh, on the fly.
0: Okay. Now. Uh- you recently appointed a big name to your board of directors, Sylvain Leberge, who has deep experience in advancing junior natural resource companies. Can Can you talk a bit about his role in the company's corporate strategy moving forward?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Sylvain so was a great addition. Uh, I've worked with him for a number of years on other, other projects. What Sylvain brings that we didn't have is a significant market access in Eastern Canada. I mean, he's a bit of a, He's a very well-known commodity in, in Quebec and in Montreal specifically in the finance community, as well as in Toronto. And we really wanted to expand our, our reach outside of, of Saskatchewan, Alberta, B.C. and become a more nationally known uh, company. So that's a big part of that. I mean, he's been involved in, in the junior resource industry for you know, 20, 30 years in one form or another with, with a great deal of success. I mean, if you ask around, the people who know him, Don't have a lot of bad things to say. He's he's an honest, hardworking guy who's going to bring a skill set to our board and our company that we just didn't have before. So uh, that's why we pursued him. Uh, He was uh, gracious enough to accept. And he's been a valuable resource ever since.
0: So, Andrew, with a $25 million mark cap, give or take right now, strong assets and a rising, you know, yet distinct market like Helium, this looks like an intriguing stock compared to a lot of your peers.
1: I, I agree. Uh, I'm, I'm a little biased, but I agree. Sure. So, you know, there, there are basically two public companies exploring for helium uh, right now. We're the only one in, that's focused on Canadian production. Um, we, we think that gives us an advantage uh, over over others, simply because of the size of our of our helium ground. Uh, it, it's second only to private companies, companies. Uh, which are, which are great companies, don't get me wrong, but uh, investing in them is impossible. Um, Royal presents the only meaningful way to play a Canadian helium market. And it's important to distinguish why, why the Canadian helium market is important relative to the U.S. Uh, we have no, no restrictions in Canada over where we send helium to. So to be able to export globally. Canada is really your best option, which opens up a whole new realm of potential consumers or, or customers for our end product. So we think that is, uh, is a competitive advantage over over others. Not to discount their projects, but uh, we think that we're still undervalued at twenty five million in advance of the drill program, and we think that's going to change rapidly once we start putting a drill on the ground. I think uh, I think real value recognition will come in at that point once we're able to delineate to the market that, yes, we have a resource here, yes, it's significant in size, and yes, it is growing. But with the package we have and the targets that we have created already and plan to create, it could be a market-making resource in terms of size.
0: Well, that's music to our investors' ears for sure, uh, Andrew. Now, your share price and trading volume, like we just uh, mentioned, has been steadily increasing. So what's the sentiment about this performance like around the headquarters? Well, obviously we're
1: we're pleased with uh, with the market's reaction to what we've been doing, but I I would say the sentiment here is that we're just getting started. We we took a, a lot of time here, our, our team, myself, our CFO Jeff, uh, our, our VPX Steve, and, and Dean the to to construct this company what we feel is is the right way, and uh, we were quiet about it. We just methodically did our work, and then once we sort of uh, reintroduced Royal to the world here in in, in the spring of of 2020, the the reaction has been exactly what we'd hoped it would be. Uh, there's recognition for the work that's been put in, the structure that we've put together here, and the assets that we have. Whereas the uh, the volume and the share price have been been nice, it's a great start, uh, we're in no way finished. We are we are just getting rolling here.
0: Well, that's awesome. Well, thank you very much for taking the time to speak with us today, Andrew. Uh, anything, finally, you'd like to add for our listeners?
1: Just that the helium market is, is worth a look. Uh, it's hard to find information, so if your listeners uh, have any questions, they can reach out to me personally at any time. Uh, my information's on our website, royalhelionltd.com. It, it's a fascinating industry that's that's uh, been operating in the shadows for, well, forever. And uh, we're happy to be part of the small list of companies that are sort of pulling the curtains back on this and saying, hey, here's a brand new industry. Uh, we can base it in Saskatchewan. It's a clean, green, energy, non-energy industry using existing technology in an expanding market with declining supply. It's got all the makings to be the resource of the future for, for Saskatchewan and for
0: Canada. We're we're quite excited about it. And we think you should be too. Fascinating indeed, Andrew. Thanks again. We have been speaking with Royal Helium's president and CEO, Andrew Davidson. I'd like to thank Andrew for sharing this helpful and insightful information about Royal Helium with our Stockhouse podcast listeners and investors. And don't forget All of our podcasts are also available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Podbeam. I'm Dave Jackson for the Stockhouse Media and Stockhouse Metals and Mining Podcast. Thanks for listening. Just a reminder to follow us on social media at Stockhouse for the latest updates on all your favorite public companies in North America. For more in-depth coverage, industry news, and to connect with our active investor community, you can visit our website at stockhouse.com. Also, don't forget to visit our new and improved Stockhouse Deal Room on-site for unique and exclusive private placement opportunities only available on Stockhouse.com.